The first time is Chirp Radio's live lit and music series recorded at Martyrs in North Center. Our readers share a story of a true first, followed by the performance of any song of their choosing by our house band, The First Time Four. The theme this round was First Come Back. Sean Bear Flannery is the host, is a comedian. He's the host of the classic You Must See This Show Blackout Diaries at the New Lincoln Lodge. It's hysterical. He has a book coming out called Places I Can't Return To, available in June. Give a big round of applause, everybody, for Sean. It's great to be here. Uh, Chicago having its own comeback. I, uh, I saw something today that, that I, made me fall in love, because my story is about coming back home for the first time. The first time I went back to rural Ohio after I lived in Chicago for two years. But I saw something today that made me re-fall in love in Chicago uh, with my day job. I was at the Jewel on Des Plaines and Kedzie by that chocolate factory there. And this guy is, is yelling at the manager. This happened today. Like, like I almost fell over laughing. And I, I can't hear what he's saying. But then I hear the manager respond, I'm sorry, sir, but with post-COVID labor shortages, we can't open up our bar until 11 (laughs) a.m. And he looks her in the eyes and he goes, this is why everyone's leaving this fucking city. I'm like, this is awesome. This is amazing. This guy is losing his stack over the fact that his grocery store can't serve him a beer at 10.30 (laughs) a.m. This city's amazing. (laughs) And we drink hard. We drink hard. And we drink so hard that when when you're from rural Ohio and and you go back home, like, how many of you live in Chicago, but you're from smaller cities originally? A lot of people... So I love it when I go back home and I deal with small city beer prices. The beer seems so cheap it's almost free back home. It's the closest I'll ever come to feeling like a millionaire. I'll be like, hey, me and my boys, uh, we're going to have 10 Bud Lights. They'll be like, okay, that'll be uh, $17. (laughs) $17. Okay, okay. Uh, I want to buy your bar, okay? I'll sleep here tonight. I don't have to worry about these fucking Ohio sheriffs with drinking and driving. Because that's why I moved to Chicago, so I wouldn't have to deal with drinking and driving. Because all my boys that stayed home in rural Ohio got multiple, multiple DUIs. It's very normalized in rural. I was just at my little brother's uh, wedding. His best man had an ankle bracelet on from his fifth DUI. And you know what's amazing about people that get multiple DUIs? They always have the same explanation. Like, whoa, 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 you got a fifth DUI? Like, what happened? It's always the same explanation. Oh, dude. They got me on some bullshit. (laughs) They caught me on some total bullshit, man. Fell asleep at a red light for two hours. You know, it's all a money-making scheme. (laughs) So I moved to Chicago so we wouldn't wouldn't have to deal with drinking and driving. We could just walk to bars and so on. And I don't even know Chicago cops pull over people for DUIs, you know. Yeah, they're drunk. The first Chicago cop I ever met, we pull out. We get to our first stop sign. We just move in like 20 minutes ago. He pulls up. We had all been drinking. He pulls up. He, does, he doesn't turn his lights on, but he does that boop, 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 boop thing. And my uh, roommate turns to me. He goes, oh my God, 
I'm going to get a DUI. This is the whole reason we moved here. I'm going to get a DUI at our first stop sign. And I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know. I, like, I think we're relatively sober. And he's like, no, I, I, I finished the handle of vodka with our new neighbors. And, like, the cop is, like, like, like roll down the window. And he rolls down the window. And he must have seen the Ohio plates on this pickup. This is the first cop I meet. And he goes, uh, you boys new in town? And uh, my uh, roommate goes, yeah, is, uh, is there a problem, officer? He goes, yeah, hey, could you do me a favor? Uh, could you get that fucking 12-pack of beer off your roof? <laughs> so our driver was so drunk, he put a 12-pack of beer on the roof. He can't think of anything remotely clever to say. He looks at this cop and just goes, fuh, holds it for about 30 seconds. The cop starts laughing at the top of his lungs, yells, welcome to Chicago, dickheads, and pulls out into moving traffic. That cop came this close to getting smeared by the Ashland bus. I was like, that cop is drunker than us. Like, this city is crazy. So I go back to Ohio, and I'm like, I'm not going to drink and drive at all in this city, all right? Like, I don't do it anymore. I don't do it in Chicago. Like, we're too old for this. And we're, it's this holiday weekend, and there's also a wedding. We go out, uh, like, one of the first nights. I think it's, like, Wednesday night. We all get drunk. We end up in Cleveland that night. And um, I'm like, they're like, okay, like, let's drive home. I'm like, no, we're too drunk. Uh, I'll pay for the cat. I'm paying for it, boys. You know, I got a good job in the city. I used to work as a network security consultant. I'm like, I'll pay for it. We're going to leave the car here. We'll easily remember which of the 10 bars we made this decision at. And uh, it didn't work uh, as well as I thought. Um, I'm going to, let's see if this works here. This is the following morning. These are the voicemails uh, left for me. Hey, what's up, dude? It's Landon. Uh, quick question. Uh, do you have any idea where we might have parked my roommate's car? Um, <laughs> I guess I, uh, I didn't really think about it, but uh, apparently he needs it to go to work this morning. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, just give me a call whenever we get a chance and uh, put our heads together. <laughs> hey, what's up? Uh, it's about noon. Uh, I haven't heard from you yet, so uh, just trying to get in touch with you. Uh, roommate's still kind of pissed off. Uh, did not go to work this morning, so no longer under a time crunch necessarily, but we should, uh, we should probably figure it out pretty soon. Uh, nothing that I can't handle. Hey, what's up, dude? Uh, it's about 3.30. Um, it just occurred to me that your phone might also be in the car, so um, I guess you wouldn't have gotten any. Uh, that is what happened. That car was towed by Cleveland PD. Landon's roommate, my dear friend Chester, who was in my wedding, lost his job as a Little Caesars delivery driver. He had been complaining about that job for weeks. So that's like the first night. Then we go to this wedding, and in rural Ohio, nothing is open. 
after uh, midnight other than Taco Bell. It's like the one and it's like like rural Ohio, like white trash Ohio, like Taco Bell is like straight up chaos. Like it's almost hilarious. This is how bad the taco. So we go to this wedding. We're all it's like 30 people now piling into this car. It's like the last like whenever you're the last. This is before Lyft and Uber. And when you're the last car, it's like the collapse of a government. And it's like the only way you can get out of there. And there's like 30 people in this car. And we pull up to a Taco Bell. This is how badly we want a burrito. There is an overturned car on fire in the parking lot. There are multiple cop cars trying to block the entrance with their sirens on. We weave in between the cop cars like we're docking a boat at five miles an hour. And we get in there, and uh, the cop goes to our driver, and, like, after he, like, navigates, like, this gauntlet. He's like, have you been drinking? Our driver's response is he runs to the trunk and shuts it. So he puts himself in the trunk to get out of a DUI. Very suspicious. I'm like, well, that's going to take forever. So I go in and I order off the cashier. And I, uh, I get my burritos and I, I, I come out and Tyson, my buddy, who's uh, like in the, uh, he's in the car, he's like, yeah, we got a real problem. Like Mike thinks he can get out of a DUI by staying in the trunk. You know, and we just hear him saying like his constitutional rights in a muffled voice. And I'm like, how, how are we going to, like, like, this is going to take forever. Like, how am I going to get home? And, like, I didn't know what to do. Like, there's no Lyft or there's no Uber. So I called my parents, you know. And uh, remember how when you were growing up, like, if you ever went out in high school, your parents would give you this speech, uh, at least they would for me, where they're like, listen, uh, we don't want you drinking tonight. We don't want you having, like, doing anything crazy. But if something happens where you need a ride home, you can always call us, Okay. And, and we'll, come, we'll come pick you up. And what would they always add? They would always add, we won't be mad. <laughs> we won't be mad if you call us to come pick you up drunk. We won't be mad. And you, you never really believed that they wouldn't be mad, right? But at the same time, I don't think they ever expected you to phone that favorite in, at age 37. When you have three kids and haven't lived with them in 50, you're like, yeah, mom, yeah, I'm going to need that ride. No, I am not at the airport. I'm at Taco Bell. Uh, So they come, and I I will tell you, uh, they don't get out of the car at age 68 by going, we're just glad you called. They're rather upset. They're like, what the fuck is going on with your life? And I, like, I, like, I'm so drunk. I'm like, Mom, what are you yelling at me for? I'm not the guy in the trunk. All right, you raised the smart one here. Which is why I think I'm going to better prepare uh, my family for this. I have three kids, and I'm going to be like, Cora, Declan, Colin, uh, I don't want you drinking and driving. I don't ever want that to happen. I don't want you drinking underage. But if something happens where you need a ride home, you can always call Dad. And I'll come get you. And I won't be mad. And I won't. I legitimately will not be mad if that happens. You can always call me. But I'm going to add, with the current prices of Lyft and Uber, I want you to keep your phone on, though, too. Because I might need a ride. (laughs) Now that you got a license, I'm going to really let my hair down. (laughs) And I might need a ride home. I think this is a two-way street, and you guys should exploit it. Thank you very much for having me, everyone.
much to say But man, I still think that cats are crazy They were asking if you were around How you was where you could be found Told them you were living downtown Driving the old man crazy what she's got. Man, when I tell you she was cool, she was red hot. I mean, she was steaming. And that time over at Johnny's place, well, this chick got up and slapped Johnny's face. Man, we just fell about the place. If that chick don't want to know, forget her. The boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. I said the boys are back in town. You can find this podcast and Chirp Radio artist interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.